It seems very pretty, she said, when she had finished it. But it's rather hard to understand. Somehow, it seems to fill my head with ideas. Only I don't know exactly what they are. However, somebody killed something. That's clear at any rate. Nothing would be what it is, because everything would be what it isn't. And contrarywise, what it is, it wouldn't be. And what it wouldn't be, it would, you see? Welcome to Drella and her looking glass in front of Wonderland. How do we deal with situations which leave us without any logical explanation, with no comprehensible understanding? To me, those states can be either totally exhilarating or totally frustrating. Why, you ask? Let me tell you a story of something which seems to be too pretty to be true. The world is not painted in black and white. It's painted in colors. Well, not so much when we look at physics. Especially when we try to understand what the world or even the universe is made of. Quantum physics and classical physics. Classical physics, to keep this very, very simple, assumes determinism, which is cause and effect. And it assumes realism, which basically can be described when a tree falls in the forest, it will make a sound regardless of someone hearing it. And causality, which is logic as we know it. One plus one is two in very basic terms. Whereas quantum physics assumes that, well, you see, we do not really know. Quantum theory is the theoretical basis of modern physics. It explains the nature and behavior of matter and energy. But on an atomic and subatomic level. One might say classic physics tries to explain the macro level of our world, whereas quantum physics is dealing with the energy state of things. Matter is everything which you can weigh, and energy is basically electrons. Quantum theory assumes that there was a big bang when the universe came into existence. And that big bang released a huge amount of energy. Like in all physical states, energy is never lost. It might change, but it won't subside. Thus the universe and all its existing contains of a cloud of energy. The energy operates in waves with frequencies. And since we look at the energy level on a subatomic level, we came to the conclusion that electrons do not circle around the nucleus, but they are, well, the best way to describe this is possibly surrounding the nucleus in a puffy cloud. In this cloud, the position of an electron can't be located. It can only be assumed. 
It becomes especially peculiar when a group of physicists discovered that electrons behave in waveforms and the position of an electron, or photon for that matter, only materialized the moment an observer was about to measure it. This so-called superposition of states can be understood as simultaneously excited and not excited at all. This is referred to as the Copenhagen interpretation and the people experimenting with it were Bohr, Heisenberg, von Neumann, Wigner and Schrödinger, just to name a few. The dilemma of presumably having a wave function rather than a specific particle position left the science with no other explanation than to assume that the particle will remain in a position unknown following a wave structure unless one, the observer, is about to anticipate, to observe or to measure said particle. To add to this confusion, we now not only have particles materializing themselves only when observed, we also have particles which are entangled with each other. The so-called quantum entanglement is best explained by imagining two particles which are somehow entangled, thus sharing the same condition, which means when one changes state or direction, the other one does it as well. The movement is dependent of each other. So how do they know what the other particle is doing? For sure, they can't communicate with each other. Because we all know that information, at least in our universe, can't travel faster than light, because nothing can. Einstein called this a spooky action at a distance and proposed a set of hidden variables that determine precisely how a particle will behave. Well, that didn't ring a bell. At least not for John Stuart Bell, who theoretically proved that there are no hidden variables and indeed the interconnection between entangled particles must be of another nature. So, theory might still leave some level of doubt, right? Not in this case. 2022, three elderly men reproduced the Bell's inequality by conducting the experiment in real life. And guess what? Nobel it is. But what is the price? It costs us our way of understanding what we and the world is made of and especially how all of it interacts, entangles and gravitates towards an understanding of why and how it can all make sense. So what do we do now with this knowledge? Are we spooked out? We? Possibly not so much. But it wouldn't be a wonder world if we just left it there. Now that we know that there is something out there which we can't really explain, and which indeed contradicts the logical word as we know it. We are entering a world full of either chaos or possibilities. And guess what? Depending on the observer, 
it will manifest one way or another. Thank you.